Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Good morning. <laughs> it is Barely Filtered here with Aurora and Kristen. You look so cute today. Thank you. You look so cute too. I'm actually looking at you and I'm like, if I was wearing that, I would look like I rolled would out of bed. you look pregnant? No, I think I sh- I'm trying to overcompensate for like how little, like, I, I don't I just feel very underprepared this week for life. Like, I just feel like... I had, my kids were throwing up on me all last week and like I can kind of have this virus I don't really know but I'm just like you know when like you just try to dress extra like yes, business to, to overcompensate <laughs> to for overcompensate. your life in flames but you look great and well, you're nine months pregnant I know sweatpants are all that fit me right now and, and I refuse to buy maternity clothes so I just one think of you when I like feel bad for myself because you literally <laughs> drove here at 5 a.m., nine months pregnant, and she's just killing it. We're, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. If it was easy, everyone would do it. That's true. We're banking our episodes so that Kristen can go and have her baby, and we're just gonna hope that it happens, you know, pretty soon. I hope right? it happens soon. I'm gonna do all the tricks. I'm like not one of those women that wanna be wants to be. I just met a girl and she's like, I wanted to keep the baby in as long as possible. Oh, and hell no. He sleeps with me every night. And I was like, we're just never going to hang out. And then, But you know what? The baby comes out, though. And then you're like, fuck, I kind of wish they were back in for a little while. Because at least I can't hear him crying there. <laughs> I know. We just set up the nursery. So I feel like we're, and I just bought diapers, all the things. So oh we're like fully prepared. The, new di- the newborn diapers. The newborn, diapers. they're so little. It's so cute. It's like the size of an iPhone, if it's you like aren't familiar. Yeah. It, it is the size of an iPhone. Size. But you know how long they wear that for. Like, like a week. Yeah, not even. But I just bought 84 diapers. So that's about a week in newborn face anyway <laughs> yeah. so oh my god on that note how babies come to life yeah we're gonna talk about sex <laughs> and talk about sex baby yeah i mean the 30 and over crowd will understand that song yeah <laughs> well are you guys still having sex even though you're like nine months pregnant yes but definitely it's dwindled down ty's kind of like <laughs> i've given up and i was we were like actively having sex nothing changed aside from like obviously you're very limited on positions yeah um yeah. Up until like I would say the last month, like two or three weeks, all of a sudden I can't walk, my back hurts, my feet are like so all, you're the, just all like the gross in a stuff. Dead bug position. One hundred percent. I am like just rolled to the side, and I'm just like because I feel bad, like because like I want to, you know, I want yeah. him to feel satisfied. But but the desire he, there is not is not there for, for me right you? now. Or, no. Okay. Well, I mean, for him, does he ever think it's weird that he's like poking the baby with his 
He's never brought giant it up. penis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Tyler's but like be the like, weirdest thing I was actually telling Olivia about this is like he was pretty much on top of me. And he, mind you, if you've seen my husband, he has five percent body fat and is like just an alpha male. And I could feel his six pack rubbing against my huge belly. And I said, you can't suck in or move your belly. And I'm just like, this is so gross. I feel like. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had the experience of having someone's six pack rubbing up against me. Like, is it just me? Or like, I, I think the guys that I have sex with are just like, I don't want them to have like a better six pack than me. I don't think I've ever chosen a guy to have sex with who has a better body than me because I just can't. I need to be the hotter one. Some people that like problem? that, though. Some people like a dad bod. Some people love the hairy chest. I love hair. Love you do. Hair. I don't I like love hair. It. If I see if I see stubbles of a guy shaving I just, I don't know. It's not cute to me. Oh, okay. I'm not a big fan. I mean, definitely manscape for sure, but I love chest hair. Huh. I don't, I don't know. I think I'd rather a shape. So I, I downloaded all these like dating apps just like which for ones? fun. Which ones? What ones are in? Oh my God. Okay. So I, I got accepted to Raya, which is like the- You got accepted? The, the <laughs> douchebag club for- just dating in, in L.A. And, like, I live at the beach, so there's not quite as many people in my area as, like, if I lived up in Hollywood or... Anyway, they're just so douchey, these people. Like, they're all... The thing is, like, I thought Ryan was going to be, like, a good selection, but they're all, like, poor artists. That's what I heard, because before <laughs> it used to horrible? be, like, execs and, like, athletes. Yeah. Now it's, like, L.A. photographers who live in their studio, right? Yeah, yeah. which, like, you know, I'm not a gold digger. I'm really not. Um, I have proof <laughs> in my <laughs> But, like, I... I just don't want somebody who's like struggling to. I don't want an artist. I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, there, not at this point in your life, especially. No. You don't have time for that. No, you've got two I don't kids. You've that. got all the life but responsibilities. I guess a, just not like a professional artist. I just want somebody who has like a little bit more. I don't know. I guess I don't have appreciation for art. Uh, well, it's so fun. <laughs> no, that's. But it's funny because we think I was thinking about men and women and how their brains work and how men are visual. They are. They want to see the body. They want to see the hair, like how you look, all these things. That's just how men's minds work. Whereas women are more emotionally drawn. Like we were saying the dad bods. He might be a photographer with a dad bod, but he's got like that BDE. He's got the charisma. Yeah. And, like, there's something sexy. I mean, let's talk about Pete Davidson. Yeah. What? Like, well, I don't know what that is. That I don't is know the what it is. Enigma of the 21st century. But he's he's got Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian, Emily Ratajkowski. Like, I mean, the list goes on. I feel like there's some kind of PR. I mean, I scandal agree. happening. I feel like they, so there's something that they're all in on, and we are the butt of the joke. I agree. I think because you do know if you're seen with Pete Davidson, you're gonna get a shit ton of PR. For sure. Yeah. I don't but know. yeah, I think like the the skinny, ugly dudes are like, they're like in right now. Or you hear girls like, I like ugly dudes or I like skinny guys or I like grungy guys. I'm like, yeah, teach their own. I but. don't know. I feel like that's been a thing for a while. The skater boys. Yeah. It's almost like heroin chic, but like for a guy, <laughs> like borderline homeless. I mean, have you ever been with anyone outside of your type, like sexually, or do you stick with a type? I tend to only be attracted to really manly men, generally. Physically like, or BDE or uh, both? Physically. Well, what do, you, what do you mean by BDE? Like, 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 like the energy. energy. Yeah, well, like he walks into a room and you're like, fuck. Yeah, that. Like, yeah. Th that's my type, which is, it is usually coupled by, like, toxic masculinity <laughs> and, like, all that other stuff. But it's, like, hot in the bedroom. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, I, I, I like, like, a big guy. I, yeah. Like, I put that actually on my manifestation list of, like, who can I, like, when I was manifesting my my husband, my ex, 
should have put a couple more things on that list, but I was like, <laughs> can't be under like six three. I think that knocks out like half, well, more, way more than half the population of men. But yeah, I mean, not very many people are are that tall. I don't care anymore. I don't think I need to like curb my standards a little bit because I don't know, height doesn't equal like like I don't know, emotional maturity <laughs> for sure. Well, Tyler is six feet, but he walks six four. So like to me, that's sexy. Like when someone walks into a room and has a firm handshake and is just just knows their presence without saying it. Because there's a difference between confidence and cocky. Like, the loudest guy in the room, I can't fucking stand. Oh, the guy yeah, that's, yeah. like, dancing. That's annoying. And, like, I don't know. Telling, what like, is, too many jokes. Oh, and, yeah. Loud laugh. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, I couldn't. That's just not for me. I like the cool, quiet guy in the back who's just observing. Right. Like, Navy SEAL status. Like, yeah. that's, like, oh. Because you know in the bedroom he's just going <laughs> to tear that shit up. <laughs> But I don't know, like, I, like I don't know. Both of us have had sex with, like, not that many people in the last decade mm-hmm. because we've been married. I have recently been getting out a little bit. And, like, I've been learning, to my dismay, that, like, actually, you have better sex with somebody who you've been with for a while. Because I feel, like, at least in my experience, just because, sure. like, you learn what each other likes, you're not, there's none of that, like, Faking an Awkward. orgasm or like, well, if, like of, if you didn't make me come, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction for of sure. me. But sometimes when you just hook up with random people, it's like you just want you kind of just want it to be over. And like women need to feel comfortable in order to come. Absolutely. Like, well, men don't. I don't think. And I just looked this up. Only 50 to 60 percent of women have ever experienced an orgasm as opposed to like 95 no. percent, which is probably 100 because you, you see it. But I don't believe that's I that. believe it. Like a G-spot orgasm, maybe. Yes, like I, and we talked to... But like a clitoral orgasm, every woman has experienced. I mean, that. that's not true. I have had friends who... We're going to need to take a poll. Yeah, <laughs> we should. We should take a poll. How many women have actually experienced vaginal or, you know, a guy going down on you orgasm? Because I've had friends who have said they've never had an orgasm. I was like, well, has he gone down on you? Like, that's like kind of like a guarantee. And like, oh, no. Like, Your obviously, man needs to be locked up. He has to. He needs to, to be put there's in jail. One, there is like, one not spot. Okay. There's, no, there's no mystery. No, but like, 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 how can you like consider yourself a man if like your woman has never orgasmed? Like, I, I agree. You guys need to like. I think that's like, pretty important. I think quality over quantity, number one. And I have only been with guys that I th- think were at one point I thought were going to be my husband. Okay. I have a very very low body. Crude. I am. I'm a very. <laughs> I have a very low body count, and I blame Boy Meets World and growing up on Boy Meets World and having a very strong moral compass. But I've never gone to a bar and hooked up with a guy. I did one time, and now he's my husband. Really? So, yes. That was wow. my first one one night stand only like ever. Yeah. No. I. So I don't I, have that, but I hear I the horror really... stories. And I'm like, I don't. I don't know. Just. Going to a bar, getting hammered with a frat guy who's sweaty and like going to someone's house. I don't know. And he's got a dirty like whiskey oh, dick. No, no, And no, he's no. just jackrabbits you. Like, that's how I picture it. <laughs> like, you made it sound horrible. That's what I it don't sounds think like. I don't think I've done that either, to be honest. Like, that, yeah. No, in college, I had boy- a boyfriend the whole time. So, yeah. And I think, too, like one thing that I think men should know, and maybe some men do know this, is longer isn't always better. I'm like... I need like 15 minutes, some foreplay, get it done. I don't, it's not a marathon. I don't, I'm not trying to break any what records here. What is it with that in men? Like, I feel like. Because they I, grow up watching like, porn movies. Yeah, they're like, like this. Is, we're going to do this for three hours. And I'm that like, sounds terrible. oh my God. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, and then you just like, like, they're like, oh, I don't want to come. I'm like, can you, can you though? Can you just do yeah. it? Because like, I'm like, you know. I'm ready. I'm why be- does it have to go on forever? Like. That doesn't sound good to me. I think 15 minutes is perfect. I do think there's something with that porn, like 
element of it that men are kind of desensitized in a lot of ways. And so it's taking more time and more, I don't know, raunchy <laughs> shit. They think it's like a sexual fantasy where we're going to walk in on a schoolgirl's skirt and yeah. there's like all this foreplay and every like we're all hypersexual and I know but into things. It, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to like when you maybe only see this person for a couple, you know, maybe like 30 minutes a day or something. If like you're doing going about your busy schedules and then like this is the time that you've scheduled like, oh, the kids are taking a nap or whatever. Okay, like let's just get it in now. But it's like, oh, well, now that I have you here, like I forgot to tell you about like the leak that's under your skin. You know, it's like it's it's hard not to like make things not sexy when you do so much of life with one person. You know, and and (laughs) on that note, in a relationship, do you think it's important to have those moments of like just just to get it in because in my relationship our theory is like i never just want to get it in i never just want to like have sex to have sex oh, like, we always used to do it's, that it's got to be just a 10 out of 10 it. magic or it ain't happening but my magic like like what who has time for that kind of magic because <laughs> i don't like like at night it's not my prime i i'm, sure I'm you're tired. tired i'm more of like morning or like mid afternoon, but like you know that doesn't work well for any nine to fivers. So I have to cut them out. Maybe I do need to be with an artist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and <laughs> also on that note, this little tip that I found very successful is to have sex before dinner. So before you have your date, oh, have sex that's before a then. Good idea. Yeah. So let's say you have like a seven thirty dinner. Like it's four thirty. You're about to you know, I don't know start getting ready, just mentally preparing for your night. Have sex then, smoke a doobie, have a little cocktail, rest, shower. You already got it in, so you're good. You yeah. you, know, you have released, and now you can have that steak and potatoes and have those cocktails and not come home at 10 o'clock tired and full and like, that's the worst when a when a guy hears a girl going, oh, I'm so full. No, I know. <laughs> it's that's like, well, now such it's not happening because I'm like, you're always just so like you want to get tired, into bed and tired. You're yeah. full. You you totally. got like a 45 minute skincare routine and schedule your babysitter for like you know two hours before you're scheduled to go to dinner. Yes. So that way you can be like, okay, our date's actually starting now. And the babysitter's gonna be like, okay, that's I've, this I've is awkward. Of, I've thought <laughs> about that. Hiring a babysitter in my house just so I can have sex. Yeah, but no, we'll you have, have to sex and then it. I'll like I'll usually have the sitter there like an hour before for so I can like get ready in peace and have a cocktail just because then once it's out of the way it's like ooh, I feel good I feel fun and flirty yeah. so big proponent of having sex before date night okay well that may, if you had told me that advice <laughs> maybe I'd still be married no um there's more to it than the sex sex deficit in no, our but marriage. sex is important and I think especially in long-term relationships people always ask like how do you keep it spicy yeah do you have any tricks we had like a whole box of tricks. Still have a <laughs> still have it. Giant pink dildo, the cock rings, the cards, this dice that you'd roll the and cards? it'd be like what yeah, are cards. Cards like these cards were like different positions that oh, you tried to okay. get into. Tantric stuff. There was one where like you need to like basically like massage, like touch everywhere all around the body, but like a, not the genitals. Or- you know you can still come that way. I can't. I can't like come in the full mouth is on my. There's a word crotch. for that. I'm not sure what it is, but it is the act of having an orgasm. Phantom with, orgasm. Is that? Why? I, don't I don't know. No, I don't know but it's, it's possible. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. No, it definitely is. It definitely is. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for like the spicing it up, but I, there's some kind of element to me about like when you have to like turn to those sort of like yeah. external things is that telling you something about so your ability i think to, like, of our interview with dr jolene brighton and she made a good point she's like lube and these toys they can be your friends in the bedroom they're not your enemies it doesn't mean you failed and i think there are times and places i don't think you should have it reliant on every sex the thing that 
worries me and that I hear more often than I should is when people have other partners in the bedroom. So if you're going to like a threesome, I don't get I don't that I don't get for me personally. The second anyone even looks at my husband, I'm like, stop, bitch. Like, no. you know, like, let alone bringing someone in. But I have friends who. Well, you do actually have a third person. Well, I mom. literally have a third person in the bedroom right now, but there's her baby. Yes, in her belly. <laughs> but so I have friends who have, since the beginning of the relationship, because they, she wanted to be the cool girl or. Yes. But I feel like. I've never can, had a threesome. Neither have I. I could never unsee it. I'm, I think I'm, I don't know what that is. Like, I, I don't like. Like, I don't, I've never hooked up with a girl, so I feel like I'm not interested in in that. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it being helpful for a long-term partnership in my mind, but I also have never experienced it or had yeah. a guy ask me. I that. wonder how many people out there who have had threesomes in the relationship are still with their partner or how that relationship is going. Right. You know, because I feel like that's kind of the, the tell-all before. And why like, is it always like a, another girl why I know you know that's well, true I guess if your man asks to bring a guy in though then it like then you're you gay. really <laughs> yeah then you really have questions <laughs> but like why aren't we gay if that yeah, exactly why is it hot for so I've actually talked to Tyler about this and women for the most part are like beautiful creatures they don't have hair on their body they've that's got objective, these they've, but yeah. they've got like these smooth bodies and curves and they're voluptuous they're they're just prettier animals than most men. So it's visually, as men are, that is much more appealing than a burly guy with a dangling dick, you know? <laughs> like, I just, don't know. Like, in my opinion, a vagina is uglier than, than a penis. Is. But, I mean, I'm biased, I guess. I, I agree. I agree. I've only seen a handful of penises, and penises are interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're yeah. I don't know. Vaginas are, are just... Uh, Uglier, I I, don't know. I I agree with that as well. Just scarier. There's more hidden. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very open. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna need to really think about that. Yeah. So I mean, I definitely am not opposed to the sex toys. I do, and and our expert did tell us it doesn't mean that your marriage is going down the tubes. I think it's good for spicing it up. Yeah. But do you guys do you guys rely on them often? We don't rely on them often. If there's anything that we love is lube, like. That's your friend. Lube. Love yeah, lube. I, I feel like I, I like get pretty wet. I don't need, like, we don't really need to use that. I mean, I do too, but at some point, like, after, like, let's say someone goes down on you, you've came. Oh, if you try again. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, like, he still second, needs to get his. You're on the second half. Like, yeah. oh no, I'm on my second orgasm. Poor me. But, yeah. you know, but it just makes things a little bit easier for him, I think. Right. After okay, you've so already getting, came. So like you come first and then he holds it and then he does yes. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like that's pretty common. And something else that is a little trick that I heard this years ago and maybe I am a sucker for it, but have you ever had a protein facial? I will not. No, <laughs> I have not. My skin has never glowed. Stop. <laughs> so no. It's pure protein. No, it's not. Yes. There's this, this doctor out there who swears by it. And I, they come on your face, oh. and it is a like you're bringing back all the memories of people being like, "Oh, do spit or swallow." Remember that was oh, like God. a thing like back in the day. It's like who the fuck swallowed? Like no, absolutely not. Like, Someone who's trying to get a dodge. ring. Yeah, <laughs> and once it's you like, get that ring, it's spit from there on out. <laughs> oh my God! Ew! No, I yeah. well, 
Ugh. I know. I know, but it's but gross. Once you know that taste, you'll never get it out of your, out of your it's head. It's very, very distinct. It <laughs> reminds me of have you ever tried your own breast milk? Yeah, breast milk's way better. Breast milk tastes like that though. That like metallic, Maybe. like Whoa. Sour. <laughs> I'm gonna throw breast up right milk's now. Literally. Sweet in the beginning. I don't I, know. Maybe I didn't breastfeed that long, so yeah. it was always like cereal milk. That's how I described it. It tastes oh, like God. cereal milk after Lucky Charms. Oh no, maybe yours. And that is not <laughs> maybe yours. <laughs> yeah. is that, I'm a pure that's angel. How, okay, that's how you describe Tyler too. <laughs> It tastes like cereal milk after, you know, Lucky Charms. <laughs> like, thanks, babe. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't tell lies in this relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. I know. What other All rules do we I have? I don't have to worry about right now. What do you think about number count? Do you think that's important in a relationship or do you care? Or do you think as you get older, it doesn't matter? No. I mean, my, you guys, my number is pretty high. I'm not going to lie. The like, but but I didn't sleep with a lot of people in college. I had like a really like slutty phase. I think between I like, hear that a lot with girls. Sixteen to eighteen. It's like, like a phase. I was like, yeah, I remember looking at a picture from like the. I went to an all girls school, which also you Whoa. can take what you want from that. <laughs> but like, I remember seeing a picture of like these guys from the like neighboring high school, and I remember being like. Shit, I hooked up with every guy in that picture. Like but purely physical. Purely physical, yeah. And then I got over it. And then when I went to college, I was just kind of like, I don't want to be like that anymore. Cause you know, you get a little reputation, people yeah. talk about you, whatever. I'm like, I don't want that anymore. So like I hooked up with one guy in my four years of college. And then afterwards I dated around a little bit. One of the best sex I ever had actually was with this like five foot two like stop guy. it yeah and I've hooked, I've hooked up with Asian guys before it is it is true like I, the, well in my experience the penis was really small one time I hooked up with this really massive black guy in Vegas and his <laughs> penis was as big as this microphone <laughs> no I'm not kidding like the, in from my personal experience all the rumors all of the stereotypes are accurate I don't I think there's definitely outliers like yeah, you could probably get course. like a little Japanese guy with like a giant yeah. dong but I don't know I haven't experienced that. Yeah, I <laughs> but dated, I am on Hinge now. So <laughs> here we up. <laughs> I never had that, and sometimes I wish I, you know, I wish I. Every, okay, first of all, butterfly effect that goes without saying. Everything led me to exactly where I am now, and I wouldn't change a thing. But I never had a slutty phase, and I kind of wish I did. Oh. I never just hooked up with a guy. Really? I've ne- I also just I never had that part in my brain. That I could just hook up with someone. It was like, you are going to be my husband and that's why I'm going to have sex with you yes. or we're not having sex. Like I was no, always yeah. known as a prude. I don't know. I had a wild phase, but I I feel like it never comes like accompanied without like some soul searching afterwards. Like, For it, sure. Like you always feel kind of crappy about it and... It's like a moral hangover. Yeah. And then you're like getting all the STD checks and oh you're god. like, oh my God, I think I convinced myself I had AIDS for like, oh, <laughs> like you know, and I'm like, how do you get tested for AIDS? They're like, what are your symptoms? I'm like, I don't have any, but like, I'm just sure I have it. Like, cause you know, like yeah. you just go into like the hypochondria mode. Yes. That was after I hooked up with a guy in Bermuda on a golf course. Yeah. See, and he was Scottish. Fun. He was Scottish. <laughs> no, but I snuck off the cruise ship that we were on and I was there with my friend's mom. And when oh I got back God. at like three in the morning, she was waiting for me. Stop. Yeah. Well, she probably thought you fell overboard. No, I know. <laughs> I was such a bad kid. Um, needless to say, I was never invited back on a vacation with them. That's but I amazing. don't regret it. But I was convinced that this guy gave me AIDS. Even Did you have symptoms like, or it was just the moral no, hangover? No, I was just like... He must have it because, like, that's what happens when you have unprotected yeah, sex unprotected on a golf sex. course in Bermuda. Oh my um, gosh, that's fun! See, I didn't even have my first kiss until I was a freshman in high school, and I, I made—I pretty much made like one of my best guy friends who I've known forever, like 
everyone knew we were gonna kiss yeah. because it's like Kristen's never been kissed before. She needs and same, to. Yeah, and same thing with college. Like I didn't have sex till I was a freshman in college, and I knew everyone. First of all, rewind to seventh grade when we do sex ed. And everyone's obviously talking about sex after school. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm losing my virginity on prom. And everyone called me a whore. And here I am being the one that didn't lose her virginity. You were and like, that's what they do in the movies. Yeah. And well, that's I think I'm- that's partially what it is. I grew up on Boy Meets World and watching She's All That and all these 90s rom-coms. So I thought that's what a relationship was. And the longer I waited... The more I was like, well, I've waited this long. I might as well wait till I love this person and yeah. all of that. I feel like that's really healthy. And <laughs> that's the Kids, if you're listening, first of all, turn it off. This is not yeah. for you. And second of all, yeah, I definitely think that, that that's much healthier than the way I yeah. went about it. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody or my own daughter. She will never hear of any of this. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to have to. First of all, it's dangerous. Like, it's yeah. dangerous to just have sex with people all the time, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Uh, and you just never know good. who you're, if it's a stranger, who you're hooking up with. But then when I went to college, everyone knew I was a virgin. Oh, yeah. So all the frat guys started wearing shirts that say, I love virgins. Because like they were then pretty much the longer I waited, even in senior year, all the guys were asking me, well, I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. They were asking me to senior prom. I'd tell Tyler that. He's like, that's fucking weird. These are 18-year-old men. Yeah. They're all trying to be like, it was kind of like, I got, she's I, all that, but I with sex. Like trying, virginity. Exactly. It's like cruel intentions. You wanted, like, it, like, like a the, mission. The guy who who took my virginity, which, by the way, my first kiss and my when I lost my virginity was like a month apart. So it was like I I didn't want to be like I was the opposite. I also of you. hear that a lot. I didn't it want to be quickly. like the virgin. I was like I can't be a virgin when I graduate high school. Yeah. Like no way. So I'm like you know get it done the first week of high school. But the guy who I lost my virginity to, he's like still um, a friend of mine. Oh my god. Yeah, and he's like actually we've been talking now that I'm like where she's like. You know, I've had a thing for you since 2006. He's like still single, but I don't know. Wow, must have been good. (laughs) I know, right? I don't think, I definitely don't think it was. (laughs) The guy I lost my virginity to, I ended up being with him for like five years, so it's all good. But he was definitely on steroids. So the first time I'm like, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to have sex tonight. I'm, you know, freshman in college. I'm like almost 19. And he gets steroid whiskey dick and can't get it up. Did he have like really small balls? I I don't recall the the size of his balls. I think everything was good. But (laughs) he was, I think they were just like all these frat guys like on steroids. And yeah, it was, so it didn't happen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. That reminds me actually when I was studying abroad in Italy and I was like, had this boyfriend and I had sex with him and it was the first time I ever saw an an uncircumcised (gasps) penis. And it gave me a UTI because, like, it was like I feel like I know people are going to kill me for saying this because there's plenty of clean, uncircumcised penises, but like I, this one wasn't evidently. And me and Italy trying to be like ooh, te, e, (laughs) and they were like, "You're a whore." Like we don't know what you're saying. Like they didn't know what it was. I had to like literally call my Italian aunt and be like, "Come si dice STD in Italiano." Oh my gosh, um, you have great stories. You're in Bermuda on a golf course with a Scottish guy. You guys, I've lived. You're in Italy. I've lived. I will live through. You. I've so, lived. No, what's... but this guy also actually he stopped talking. Totally ghosted me. He his name's Christian. Christian, I hate you. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know, you know, you know who you are. But he, yeah, he like totally ghosted me. I slept with him and then he ghosted me. So those are like the kind of like like morning after feelings that you get where you're just like for sure. Fuck. Like I, this guy thinks I'm like a like a you know a fuck girl, which yeah. I was. Yeah. You know? But I mean, whatever. I still wrote on his Vespa and it was fun. <laughs> okay, Liz McGuire. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what, where is the craziest place that you've had sex or like most fun or memorable place? I mean, 
this is a story that I just feel like is not, is like a danger. Like I should never have done this. <laughs> I was traveling. I was on a cross country road trip with my mom and her friend. Okay, these are a viola and a violin player. Okay, <laughs> and, and perfect way to start they, this story. We go to this. We're at this casino in Vegas, and they go to bed. And I find this group of rappers, and I'm the, literally I'm just like <laughs> this little white chick, and they're all drinking scissor. I this Did, is what were they drinking? Scissor, just yeah. like just so like to he hear you say scissor, scissor, and <laughs> that was a thing we used to do back in the day, guys. <laughs> I literally like went back to their room with them. We like smoked. You got, we, you got gang banged. I didn't get gang banged. And when I think back, I'm like, oh my god, imagine my daughter like, or just thinking back at my own decision, I'm like, how did I get out? Of these situations unscathed my whole yeah. life like i never like a, a, i mean i got like hpv but other than that like i never got anything really serious yeah. i never got like gang banged i never like these are scary situations for sure and i made poor decisions and like so i went up there we were hanging out we hung out to like the like till the, you know till the morning yeah. i didn't know any of these people and i end, ended up hooking up with one of them that's that was the guy that i was talking about before okay the guy with a huge dong the guy yeah with the guy with the huge dong but Listen, their room was like not even at the hotel we were staying at. Like we like left the strip. I got in a car with them. I like went. I really trusted these people. Oh my gosh! Like, and my mom is just sleeping silently in her room. She's she will never listen to this episode. But like, <laughs> like I just was out of my fucking mind. What was I thinking? That I was like twenty two, maybe. And you're by yourself, all by myself with this group of guys. Got in a car, went with them. Like would. And I fully trusted them. We actually kept in touch. They were nice guys. <laughs> but I mean, like, literally, like, you can't do that. I yeah. just, you can't. Be safe, girls. Be safe. Be for safe. Sure. Always have a buddy. Buddy system. Buddy system. Totally. I, and I'm always the girl who's like, I don't need a buddy. So, you know, I'm fine. Yeah. But now I've watched so many Dateline episodes. And That's like, how it happens. If I disappeared, people would be like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, why would you ever leave the strip with strangers? Like, oh I'm in. This isn't a race thing. This isn't a rapper thing. This is just a, this is like, you just don't leave the Vegas strip with people that you don't know I well I love having friends with like you not to say this girl's like you but she's fun like you and adventurous in Vegas because I was a prude I loved all the stories that my friends would tell me so we were in Vegas my first time we meet he says he was the owner of NASCAR all right we'll see (laughs) what's your name Mr. NASCAR oh wow something along those lines is the bachelor party and we're at the palms when it was cool. DJ Polly D was spinning. I love DJ Polly D. I just saw him at the airport. Oh my How God. white are his teeth? He's living the dream. But we go back to their their like penthouse and there's this girl naked. She's the bartender. She's like, oh, I teach kindergarten during the week and I fly here on the weekends. Was I'm it like, me? That's what I was doing. I was fully a kindergarten teacher when lot, I was doing this yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of girls that will fly to Vegas and work on the weekends. And there's a stripper pole. There's a party. And my friend leaves and she comes back and then, first of all, there's I've never seen so much cocaine in my life. It was like, it, it was insane. It was piles of it. And so we're just waiting, and she comes back. We all go back to the to our room, and she goes, lunch is on me. And the guy paid her five grand for a blowjob. Stop. So she pretty much wore herself Five grand out. for a blowjob? Yeah, like, so I was I'm like, you were paying for this. kind of like. And I'm like, that's it? Just a <laughs> blowjob, five grand? But that's someone I actually really do on the on the podcast. I would love to have someone who, because I know someone who. And like an ex-sex worker? Like a sex worker. Because I have friends who definitely go to Dubai a lot. So No, you don't. The yes. girls who are like farting in jars for They're, these guys. I don't know. She got a lot of Chanel, girl. She ain't paying for that. Stop. <laughs> do you think but she I, would openly talk about it? Well, I'm 
gonna ask her, but I was like, how do I ask her without saying like? I think I know like, who you're talking about. Yeah. Did I meet her? I don't know. No, 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 no. no. She wasn't. Okay. No, but she definitely knows people. So I want to find oh, sure. if you're a sex worker or know someone or want to talk about it. Like, I would love to hear those stories. Yeah, because those. Girls... I just saw a meme yesterday, or like a it was like a news article on Instagram, and it was like first food truck operated by sex workers in LA. Like this is like their shtick. Like it's like they're like serving tacos, but they also like serve serve their tacos or something. (laughs) I don't know if it's like if they do that simultaneously or they're just like ex-sex workers or something, but it's just like an interesting spin that like in today's culture now we're kind of like we're embracing this as we we, are as a as a form of like OnlyFans. Yeah. Like porn. Well, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But I'm talking about like you deliver sexual acts for money and like that's an okay profession. And that's a legit business. They've I got mean, an LLC and everything. They do, like, <laughs> no, like there's a union, I think. I, I, like, I, I don't know. That's a topic I'd like to explore more because I, I do. Would. There's, you know, they have I'm to have ho- their champions too. For sure. I'm open to hearing it because it's easy to be like, oh, they're whores or whatever. But like. I don't know. So I've met some, and they're they're great girls. Like, there's uh, honestly, they're like kind of business savvy. You have to be. Well, you like these girls. A lot of times, are getting themselves through college. They're, you know, I don't know. Can, are you able to do that kind of work without having leaving emotional scars on yourself? Like, are you able to kind of categorize your life like that? I I I think they have sold part of their souls and where not not sold their souls, but kind of been numb to it, and they're okay with it. They can and compartmentalize they, they, exactly. However, I've talked to men about this, many a men, and they said, yeah, but she's never going to get a husband because the second a man finds out about that, they will not be with her. Sounds like she doesn't necessarily need a husband. Well, exactly. (laughs) Maybe they're like, she's having all this sex. She's making all this money. Someone else is paying her rent, you know. But as a woman, I feel like, and as a woman with a past of, you know, a, a I have a colorful past of of sex, (laughs) of sex and men and on all the things I feel like. In my personal experience, you don't walk away unscathed when you when you give yourself in that way to somebody like I feel like I don't know if women can have sex and not feel some kind of like emotional component to it. Not that I was like, you know, had hard feelings for the guy with the big dong in Vegas. I didn't. But but it is it's like it's an intimate connection. I don't know if it's something that you can necessarily if, if being paid for it takes away from that or I don't know. For sure. And I I've think, never been paid for sex, guys. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. It's great. <laughs> but but I think too, like you said, women on some scale having an emotional intimacy compartment of that. Whereas yeah. men can just some men can just fuck anything with a pulse. Yeah. That is well, just that's some, what, some men. That was my whole and thing what, with it my meant marriage. Nothing, and they mean it. It literally meant nothing. It, yes. That was the whole thing with my ex. He slept with a couple other people, but I gave him kind of permission. And he said to me, like, no, there's no feelings. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, then why did you friend her on Instagram? That wasn't part of the deal. And he's like, I was curious. Like, you know, you get curious. You have like this experience with somebody and it's like you have that's a connection and Mm -hmm. that's a special thing. And like, I don't want you being friends with them on Instagram now. I don't want like you guys have like a secret behind my back. This is where all the wheels started turning and I wasn't okay with it. Yeah. But according to him, men are just wired differently. Evolutionarily, they're geared towards spreading their seed wide and far and like pro, you know, ensuring the, the procreation of mankind. And there are some men out there who, not to say just Mikey, but like many of men who are in relationships can 
go to Cabo with their boys, cheat on their their girlfriend and or wife, nothing. and then feel nothing and come home and be like, hey, babe, it was awesome. I'm hungover. Like, how are you? How's the kids? Like, feel absolutely I, nothing. I'm like, I, I wouldn't be able to look at someone in the eyes. I would. That's the thing. I couldn't do that's it. That's what I had the hardest time that's wrapping my head around. And it made me feel like, I don't know if it's a man or woman thing or a psychopath and normal person thing, but like the guilt would debilitate me. 100%. I never considered, even during like our hardest times in marriage, I couldn't even bring myself to flirt or look at or even entertain the idea. It took me a full year after being divorced to even think about possibly dating. And now I'm like having the time of my life on these apps. I literally have 65 people in my inbox, but I need to like shut off my phone because I just don't, (laughs) I don't want... I don't, I can't. It's fun, but it was fun for like three days. And now I'm just so over it. Like I'm over the, now dating is scary to me again, but that's another episode. But, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I can't, I I could never cheat during a marriage Mm -hmm. and I've never cheated during a relationship either. Never. I, I never have. I never. I don't think I, could, I couldn't. That's why I think I've had so few. Because I was yeah. just having sex with the, the other people. But men, nonetheless, men and women are absolutely wired differently. Men are physical. Women are emotional. That is no argument. Not, not to say it's every woman like and every man. I'd like to get a couple in here, though, and, like, hear what they, like, oh, how, that does would that, be good. how does it change when, like, your sexuality on the spectrum like changes? Like, if you have two men and two women. Yeah. That From my good. experience, because I have quite a few lesbian friends, like, they there seems to be I don't know there's more tumultuous jealousy that I've seen in like gay For male couples. Sure. Well, and they're more open. Well, we can let them speak on it. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The girls are more open. Um, the men. I, I think that they, I've, I think so too. Yeah, that I've been told by gay men they're very like fl- very fluid and open. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have I have a few people in mind that I feel like would would give us some insight on. That would be that. interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Well, anyway. Yeah, do we have any last sex tips for for women? Make sure to get your vagina checked up on. Always. Always pee after sex. Always pee after sex. You can get a UTI or OTE in Italy. If you're in Italy, if you're in Italy, make the uncircumcised penis. Take a shower first. Yes. And um, toys are your friend. Toys are your friend, but also wash those. Wash those. Yes. Yeah, it depends on the session. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a dirty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that was a good. That was good. Oh, and hire a babysitter for two hours before yes, you go on your date. Have, have sex have before sex dinner. Have sex before dinner. It's a game changer. Yeah. Then you can just take down that steak and have no guilt. Do your face routine and go to bed. And I feel like, like your man will be like more, more like. No, focused. he is. He's happy. He, he's happy. He's like already like busted his load. Like yeah. he's he's focused. Right. <laughs> you can flirt and have fun. Like you got you got the dirty totally. out of the way. I swear it's a game changer. Yep. Highly suggest. Yes, I love that. Okay, well, thank you so much for um, having this conversation yes. with us and listening in. Um, Your ju- judgmental free ears. Yes, we, totally. we love you. Hope you still love us. Yeah, <laughs> don't tag my sisters. Don't tag my mom. Okay, bye. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.